0: And my whole seam had split from like almost the bottom of the dress to the top. This week's guest on Off The Hanger is fabulous jewellery
1: designer, Rachel Galley. We had a brilliant chat about all the amazing things in her wardrobe and how she incorporates her stunning jewellery pieces into her everyday clothes. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us on Off The Hanger this morning. It is very exciting to have you with us. You are... The most incredible jewelry designer, and I am fascinated to find out how your jewelry integrates into yeah. your wardrobe but how yeah. long have you been how long have you been doing jewelry design
0: um I started sort of officially in two thousand and nine that's when I set the business up, but before that, I was doing uh, my degree in jewelry design and then kind of did art before that. but when I was a little girl, I used to make jewelry actually and like sell it at school fair so I would set my little stall up and then um, have my little beaded earrings so I think it's always been there if you know what I mean. Oh my goodness
1: that's amazing <laughs> that you were into it from so early on and I wonder if there's people now who bought your pieces as a child from when you were a child and they still have
0: them? Do you know I'm trying to find like I remember making them with the beads and my mum used to take me to the beach up, and I remember what they looked like I, obviously we didn't really have iPhones and cameras back then so I don't really have pictures of it all but I know what they look like and I'm I'd really like to see them I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could have a
1: heritage collection where you recreate all of those pieces that would be amazing. <laughs> and is your earliest fashion memory of jewellery or
0: was there were you quite into fashion as a child as well? Um, I would say I don't know if my fashion choices were the best. Um, I do remember a dress that I had, and my mum will remember this. It was um, a navy blue corduroy dress. It had long sleeves with little buttons on them, on the sleeves. And it was navy blue, and it had satsumas on it, like (laughs) half-cut satsumas. And honestly, I, I slept in it. I remember sleeping <laughs> in it goes bed. I remember never taking this dress off. So I don't think we've got it anymore, sadly. Um, but yeah, I, that's what I think that's my first kind of memory of kind of something that I loved, you know?
1: I think that's amazing. I love that, like, as children, when we love something, we love it so hard. It's like we never want to take it off. We never, we want to go to bed in it. My son is exactly the same now. There's certain things in his wardrobe that I think I'd have to chip them off his body if he had a choice. He would literally wear them until they were crusty. It would be horrendous.
0: What is it? What is it that makes (laughs) us do that? It's it's great, isn't it? I think it's because we just, we know what we
1: like. And we're yeah. not influenced at that age by what everybody else thinks. So yeah. we just go, this is what I like. This is what I stand by. And I don't care about anything else. <laughs> Brilliant. Are you somebody who hangs on to things? What's the oldest thing you've got in your wardrobe?
0: Um, so at the moment, the oldest thing I've got is a little controversial. Um, okay. Because it's my grandma's and she is 100 years old. Well, wow. Must be older than her. But it is controversial because it is a mink coat.
1: Okay, now you see, I think that vintage pieces like that, I think are completely okay because they were killed and that isn't great, but they were. And if you then destroy the fur and you destroy it afterwards, I think it's been wasted. If it is loved and cherished and looked after, then I think it's fine.
0: Yeah, people so, are going to well, throw
1: paint on me in the street, but that's my opinion.
0: <laughs> well, and I agree because she was, she was moving into a care home and she had all these clothes and she asked me if I wanted anything and said that she had this fur coat and it's from Canada. Um, And I sort of was like, oh, what else are you going to do with it? And she's like, well, just throw it away. And I was like, oh, that's such a waste. I mean, I haven't worn it because I don't know how I feel, but I wanted to preserve it. Yes, I think. Have you got it there? Can we see it? Yeah, hold on. Let me grab it.
1: Oh, it's beautiful! Look at it. It's really beautiful. So it felt- I think you should wear it. I think you should wear it for a special occasion. I think that's the most beautiful thing. It's got and, yeah, it's it's incredible. It's
0: beautiful. Yeah, it's got a little flora, um, sort of flora embroidery. If I can show you that on the inside. If that comes up on the camera, oh, yeah, you You just see it little little tiny flowers in great embroidered inside.
1: And a piece like that will have been made to such high quality, that is why it's lasted so long. I don't think it's got any names in it, or beautiful, though. It is incredibly beautiful. Oh, Mm. my goodness. And have you got boys (laughs) or girls? All boys. Oh, boys, oh, they're not really going to want to be yeah. that passed down to them. Maybe, maybe their, their spouses. Oh, I've got nieces. So Yes, so nieces, it could stay in the family that way. <laughs> a beautiful heirloom piece that gets passed yeah. down.
0: Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. Now, is there a piece in your wardrobe that gets the most compliments when you wear it? Is, oh. It might be jewellery or I was going to say, is it jewellery? Oh. Because I imagine you've got some most amazing
0: things. I do have a few pieces of jewellery, yes. Um, I do, I probably wear, I mean, I've got kind of um, a stack that I've created um, pendant-wise. And this probably does get quite a lot of attention because it's got a few different dangly bits on it. And they're all personal to me. Um, And this has spurred some of the newer collections that we've launched as well. So I've got my V for my first son called Valentino. And that's his um, birthstone, a pearl. And then I've got a little N. um, I'm doing this back to front. I've got an N with diamonds on but that's my um, little one. That's Nico. So that's the new kind of initials collection. And I've got birthstones, rubies. I've got a little M for my stepson. So it's kind of my personal sort of collection. Um, And that's kind of, I wear that all the time, no matter if I'm stacking it with something else. So I'd say that gets the most attention, um, jewellery-wise. Clothes-wise, I think anything that's not the usual mum school run dressed in active wear and a t-shirt if I actually put some proper clothes on my friends are like wow you look amazing <laughs> I'm like yeah, i not dressed today
1: <laughs> that's I have two very distinct looks and I saw a meme about this the other day one was that like I either look like I'm a trophy wife which really <laughs> made me chuckle um or I look like I've been dragged backwards through a charity shop and that's- they are my two very distinct personalities I turn up to the school run and they very much know it's like are you going to you're going to work today aren't you because you know the makeup's done the hair's done you're wearing yeah. something nice it's ironed yeah. and it's clean yeah. or there's the other days it's like oh you're working from home today
0: <laughs> yeah that's kind of the same thing yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's probably the same though you know yeah I think
1: so I think you've got to have that variety I couldn't be polished and perfect all the time that would be very hard work it would be, it would be, it'd, be yeah. it'd be draining it'd be draining and then you um, look special would you when you do put it all on exactly exactly and it makes you feel special when you do put that bit of effort in it really does yeah now are you somebody like that likes to splurge on your wardrobe have you got a most expensive piece you can tell us about
0: Um. Yes. This was a splurge. Um the it's shoes, if that's alright. Good. Love shoes. This is
1: I am a shoe obsessive, so oh be still my beating heart. Look at those.
0: So these are Alexander McQueen. <laughs> I don't I don't even remember how much these were, but I think they were close to sort of five hundred pounds. And that that for me is a splurge. Yes. A lot of a splurge. Considering that I've worn them once. That's it's quite cool. an expensive night out, isn't it? You know, but they're yeah. fabulous, and I think our feet
1: don't really change size that much. So no. I think I'm justifying it for you. Can you tell? I'm completely justifying this. Ability <laughs> <laughs> to walk in them might have changed, slightly.
0: but um, I, 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 although I don't, as you can see, wear them very often at all. In fact. I cannot get rid of them because I just absolutely adore them. I love them. I love the leather. I love the heels, the shape of them. I like the little platform bit underneath here. I, ju- I just think they're the most beautiful objects in the world. And I I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to put them in a cabinet and keep them forever.
1: What's <laughs> the newest piece that you've got in your wardrobe?
0: Um, the newest piece? Um, I... I bought, and this is completely the other end of the sort of spectrum to the Alexander McQueen. I bought this dress, it's a blue Zara dress, but it was only available in America. So it was a bit of a kind of challenge to get it. I've got an auntie who lives in America, so I managed to order it via her and she shipped it to me and it probably cost a fortune, but um, I'll just wrap it down. But it's, um, I just really loved the color and I loved the kind of neckline here I mean, it's a nightmare for a bra or anything like that. But I liked the shoulder piece, like kind of the straps and the shoulder piece. And I thought it's nice and colourful and bright and kind of gorgeous. It's very
1: gorgeous. I love that colour. The colour's incredible gorgeous. of that. And also with that neckline, that still lends itself to a necklace, to a longer yeah. necklace. And because it's clean here, but you've got that beautiful <laughs> detail on the shoulder.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm quite a fan I don't have a lot of kind of patterns in my life or wardrobe. Everything's kind of more block colours and very, yeah, I've always been like that. My friends were always buying kind of, I remember going to um, sort of shopping mall place with my friends and they were all by wearing Gap and I was like, oh my goodness, I love Gap. Plain t-shirts, plain jeans, it was like heaven to me. And my friends were like, oh, you're so boring, so boring. <laughs> But I've never changed. I've never changed. I've always so when I see something that's kind of like really gorgeous, but like one kind of color, it something about it just draws me, draws me towards it. And then obviously, accessories wise, I can put you know any kind of item to it because it does have that sort of versatility. I suppose maybe that's maybe that's why I do it. Maybe that's why. I, I think I...
1: that's it. I think it is. I think you know when you're somebody who. I bet you feel naked without jewellery on. Yes. I, yeah. So I think as somebody who loves jewellery and it's really your passion, it's so nice to be able to wear those pieces and have pieces that are gonna work with your jewellery. I love that one. That's so fabulous. Yeah, it's
0: simple, isn't it? You know. Yeah, it
1: really works. That you know, and the gold. Gold and blue. Nice it? really lovely.
0: <laughs> now, are
1: you quite sentimental when it comes to the things that you've got? Are you quite um yes. are you do you have a most sentimental piece
0: um yeah i I would probably say it's my the dress I wore from my wedding, which was a very small affair. I was to and froing between what we were going to do and how we were going to do it, and in the end, it was just us. then we went to the registry office and we just did it, and we just had a lovely day and it was gorgeous weather. We went to a lovely restaurant, and it was just really personal with us and the children um uh, I have worn it since because it's really practical. I'll grab it, if you don't mind. Yes, so it's an unconventional wedding dress colour, oh. but this is, a. where's it from? Karen Millen and it's a very simple halter neck, which I think suits my body shape. It kind of brings your waist in and it's kind of a flared skirt. But it's just a lovely corally, it's a bit creased, so it's just a lovely corally colour. The colour's
1: beautiful. It's yeah. really, really beautiful. So, and I, did you wear a lot of accessories with it? How did you style it up for your wedding?
0: So, obviously, I had my wedding and engagement ring. You know, um, which is actually a two-part um, ring. I don't know if you can see that. So, oh, they that's stack beautiful. Stack into each other. Um, I wore um, some diamond. Uh, these ones, I put them on for you. These diamond um, malto kind of. Sweeping earrings. So I wore those, and obviously my diamond pendant. So it was diamonds all the way. Um, but I think that's kind of a nice thing to do on your wedding day, isn't it? <laughs> it is
1: because they're all pieces that mean something to you yes. and that are still very classic. Yes. They're not a super, I always think when brides go for something that's really trend led. I think, oh, that's going to look great now. But when you look back on your wedding pictures, you're going to be like, what was I wearing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I will. But yeah, I I just think diamonds go with everything. Day, night, wedding, not wedding. Um, And I think the colour of it kind of lent to um, just being clean and crisp. Um, And I wore my gold sandals as well with
1: those. Oh, they're lovely. Really nice.
0: uh, So I'm wearing sort of platinum jewellery, so that's silver, but these are kind of like a gold, a sort of silvery gold, if that's possible to have that. I think
1: depending on what you style them with will really dictate what colour they look.
0: Yeah, so I wore them with, yeah, silver. So that was my, I suppose that's my kind of most sentimental kind of. Oh, it's lovely. (laughs) Is there a piece in your wardrobe that you'd say
1: most sums you up? that's a difficult one as well
0: um if anyone knows me it's the all black anything all black I am really obviously I've shown you three items that aren't black at all so maybe I'm changing maybe that's evolving um but generally all black black leggings black um I've got leather trousers on black top because I think it's a really good canvas for what is my passion obviously with the jewellery and you can literally wear any item of jewellery with any black outfit you can layer bangles up and they become the hero piece of the outfit so you know as we were saying school run it's generally kind of a leggings with a black t-shirt and just throwing on a pendant like this people say oh are you going somewhere like, no I've just put a piece <laughs> of jewellery on <laughs> kind of brings the outfit to life you know um so that just sort of plain plain sort of black um outfit i would say nothing specific
1: but i like that though i like that it's about giving yourself that blank canvas to really then showcase the pieces of jewelry that you're going to wear and that's how you style and that's how you make your statement it's not through necessarily big bold prints or really kind of statement silhouettes it's about the jewelry pieces
0: yeah yeah giving them the kind of frame and the basis to shine yeah yeah. so other than your necklace
1: do you have a favorite piece that you always reach for time and time again
0: um so the most kind of prominent piece that i have made and still make and it's still popular is the bangle which um is the allegro bangle and it's a it's a very special piece it's made with the lattice work i'll try and show you a bit closer it's made with the work. yes it's work. beautiful it's of... really beautiful Yeah, the key to the collections. It's got little silver beads inside it as well. I don't know if that comes through on there. Yeah. Um, But it was inspired by, the texture was inspired by my grandma and making kind of toast with her and that texture and that smell and being in her kitchen. And it's all very kind of abstract, but you probably wonder how I get from that to the bangle. But um, it's the texture and it just works so well with the silver with that kind of light and the way it moves and the sound and everything about it is just so tactile and fluid and movement. And, you know, it makes people smile when they wear it. It makes people smile because they hear it and they think, oh, jewellery doesn't have to be serious all the time. It can be fun and it can be wearable and it can be entertaining as well. So I think that kind of sums up my collections and probably me as well. Not too serious.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love that though, because I think you know, I'm always trying to say to people, fashion's really fun. It's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to be enjoying it. But yeah. jewellery always does, especially fine jewellery, always does feel yeah. quite serious yes. because it's an investment piece and it's something yeah. that's sensible and, you know, you're spending yeah. a lot of money on it. Whereas I love
0: that idea that actually you're making pieces that are really yeah.
1: fun and they're supposed to be fun.
0: Love them. Enjoy them. Make them, you know, make them smile. It's lovely. It should be fun, shouldn't it? It really
1: should. It really should. I love that. Yeah. Um, Now, are you somebody who ever has a fashion faux pas or a wardrobe malfunction?
0: (laughs) Probably many, yeah. I mean, apart from all the days at school when I forgot it was non-school uniform day and (laughs) turned (laughs) up in the uniform, yes. That was, as a child, probably scarred myself for life. As an adult, though, I was going to the jewellery awards, which is kind of a big thing in the jewellery calendar. And I'd got a little, it was sort of a similar colour to the Zara dress, the peacocky blue kind of colour. And I don't, I haven't got it anymore, I don't think. Um, and it's a very pencil-y, <laughs> um, very high heels, you know. I was like, oh, look at me. Um, and we got out of the taxi at the, um, at the location, I think it was in Soho. And my colleague who was with me went, oh, Rachel, and like touched my bum. And my whole seam had split from like almost <sighs> the bottom of the dress to the top to the kind of the bottom of the waist and I was like right so we immediately <sighs> turned straight back in the same taxi that I hadn't left yet went back to the hotel changed I was like <laughs> so I'm glad I didn't go in but I'm sure probably I flashed quite a few people <laughs>
1: Oh, at least she was with you and she was able to tell you. Can you imagine mm-hmm. having been on your own and not noticed and just walked in to that got, room full of people?
0: you with you. You know, there's, you can't. There's no Do
1: coverage. Have... There's, there's no coverage going on there.
0: Walk against a wall or <laughs> Shuffle <laughs> out. Find
1: a napkin. Just hold the napkin behind you. Honestly. I was... Yeah,
0: that was a bit of a panic.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, from what you've shown me so far, I'm really excited about the answer to this question.
0: But what are your favourite shoes? Oh, (laughs) well, I think they obviously are the Alexander McQueen. I don't know if they've got a name. I do still have the box, but they have a name on them. They normally do, don't they, on the side? Um, Studded pump, calf leather black, it just says. It's not, um, yeah, studded pump. I wouldn't, is that a pump? Yes.
1: Pump's an American an American term. We call it kind of a shoe. Whereas, yeah, Americans would call that a closed yeah. toe would be a pump.
0: Yeah. So I'd say those are my favourite shoes, even though they're not practical. But the ones I showed before, these, I mean they're LK Bennett, so they're really lovely. They are very well worn. They but I just think they're the most elegant heeled kind of sandal. I just love them. And I like them on my feet. And you know, sometimes you can look at a shoe and think, I love that shoe but then you put it on and it just doesn't go with your legs and your shape and it just doesn't work. So for me, I think they look, they're very complementary to my legs and feet and I think they look nice and I like them.
1: (laughs) They look beautiful. I kind of have that with Converse. You know the Converse just trainers, I always like the look of them on other people and then when I put them on my feet, I feel I'm wearing
0: clown shoes. I feel the same in Converse. I love them. My children wear them. I'm like, it's so cool. Yeah, and I just look like some kind of alien wearing them. <laughs> yeah, I just look like I've got massive, like, clown feet. I'm like, why do they make my feet look so big?
1: I don't understand wow. what the problem is here. So no. yes, I have to, yeah. I have to avoid. I have to go for like more neater looking trainers. Otherwise, yeah. I look like I've got yeah. massive feet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, is <laughs> is there a dream fashion item that you don't have that you would love to own?
0: Um, I was thinking about this question because um, there was a dress that I was hankering after for the for sort of our wedding. Um, I don't know. I've, I've tried to look it up again because it was kind of like a sheer goldy sequiny sort of beachy dress, wedding dress thing. I mean, totally impractical because I was dreaming of a beach wedding. That was about £10,000 or something. Um, <laughs> that, that would have been really lovely to you know have worn that at least for a day that would have been amazing um and handbags wise I think is um a YSL handbag with the kind of pleats down the side of it it's a very kind of box bag just a really nice and that's about five thousand pounds so that's on my future list (laughs) (laughs) on the one day
1: list one day these pieces will happen that's that's what I have like the Uh, one day list it with the Alexander mcqueen shoes and not use it so. <laughs> no 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 you'll be living a fabulous life where it's completely appropriate to wear those shoes carry that bag you'll have a driver all you'll do is have to walk to that car they'll Calling. take you somewhere there'll be no running around yeah. it'll all Someone be fine to
0: me if i'm wearing those but yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> now have you got a piece of advice that you would give to your younger self about fashion
0: yeah, I I have, I suppose I've always kind of tried to follow sort of trends and things like that. And I think it can be quite hard if you haven't, we just touched on it with the shoes. If you haven't got that body shape or you haven't got that kind of look, it can easily become a bit of a uncomfortable situation. Um, and it's hard to kind of explain that, but it can become quite emotional Personally, if you are trying to look a certain way or wear a certain thing that just doesn't suit you and it doesn't make mm-hmm. you feel comfortable, um, and I think I would just try and cut all that out and just wear the things that are right for your body shape and right for you and how you feel, rather than trying to keep up with kind of you know either your friends who are buying things or different like patterns, for example, like they just didn't, I just didn't work with them and. I suppose I stuck with that one. I stayed sort of with plain, bright, bold coloured um, items. But just to, yeah, like bodysuits and things like that. They just never fitted me. I've got a really long body. So they were really uncomfortable. So I'd just be really miserable. And yes. <laughs> so I think just wear things that are are you and trying to stay true to you. Because fashion is so varied and versatile. And there are trends. But So many things are on trend and I think classic pieces, timeless pieces, pieces that make you feel fabulous are what I would focus on.
1: I think that's great advice. It's really good advice. And then you can always like spice it up with
0: the jewellery and things and the accessories that you wear
1: and the fabulous shoes and bags.
0: Shoes, funky trainers, you know, whatever your kind of look is. Yeah. Yeah. Be you. It's
1: great advice. Now, what have you got coming up for your new collections? Is there anything that you can get a, give us a little tease about? Because so, I love your website and there's so many beautiful things nightmare. on there. It's a nightmare. So,
0: I say I go to a... <laughs> how on earth do I choose what I'm going to wear? It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Um, yeah, so we're doing the um, lots more personalisation. That's coming up. So, we've got lots of initials. We've got, we're going to launch some pieces that you can actually engrave on. Um it's quite a kind of logistic thing, the engraving, to make sure we can facilitate it in time and get good shipping and good prices and all that. So we've made sure we've worked on that. Um, so there's going to be lots of new pieces you can buy to engrave. Um, Usual pieces like new collections coming through, different themes using different gemstones. They're all kind of being worked on. Stacking earrings, we're building all all that. I mean, everything. We're building on everything. <laughs> 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 um, last night I was doing some designs just on a I think it was just on a receipt the back of a receipt thinking right I'll have to put those into a proper sketchbook and work on those but that's kind of it downloads at the most peculiar times you know sort of random ideas um so yeah say so the personalization great for Christmas as well is coming up and yeah just more um along the lines of what we've currently got That's amazing.
1: And I'm fascinated about your inspiration and where it comes from. I love the idea that you would just be scribbling a drawing on the back of a receipt because (laughs) you never know when inspiration's going to come or where it
0: comes from. Yeah, no, you really don't actually. And I can be on a beach finding a shell or a piece of rubbish even on a beach, you know, something, and it's just got a beautiful shape to it. I remember finding kind of a rubber it must have been a washer of some kind but it had been worn by the sea and it had a kind of hole in it and i was like that's possibly the most beautiful thing i've ever seen and it's a piece of rubbish but it spurred um a collection it was called the ananta collection and i had beads rolling around within this beautiful kind of doughnut shape and it was so technical and i kind of go down that avenue And I have to bring myself out sometimes because that obviously adds quite a lot of complexity and cost to jewellery if it becomes a bit (laughs) over-engineered. That's my brain. My dad's an engineer, so I think I've got that kind of brain that wants to make things work. Um, But yeah, it can come from anywhere. a walk and I can see two sort of leaves dancing in the sun and I can see the shape of the sunlight and it's just different moments take different inspiration. And I think then it may not, result in a piece of jewellery or a collection that day or that year but it's in there and then it downloads at some point where you might be doing something completely else you know random
1: <laughs> that's so inspiring and I love that it's really so visual for you everything that you're inspired by is always something that really visual yes. Um I always say this because I've always worked in an industry that's very visual And so my brain works in that way. And it's why I can't remember anybody's name because I never see it written down. Whereas if I see somebody's name written down, I will always remember their name. But if somebody tells me their name, that's not a visual cue for my memory. So my memory goes, no, we don't need that. Um, But yeah, if it's a visual thing, yeah, yeah, in one ear, out the other. So yeah, I think it's amazing how different our brains work.
0: Yeah, it is. And like my brother... It's totally different, you know, he's into web and maths and coding and all that kind of abstract, yeah. you know. It's- yeah, it's bizarre,
1: yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, it's been so lovely to talk to you. I've enjoyed this so much. And I think it's so interesting speaking, because on Off The Hangar, we have so many different guests, yeah. and it's really lovely talking to people with really distinct specialities. And oh. I love the way that you just incorporate your pieces into your outfits and into your life and how they just bring so much joy.
0: Thank you. Yeah, they do. And I think that's always been the kind of response from my customers is that they're just so happy to wear them and they're confident to wear them and they make them feel good. And that is essentially why we do what we do, isn't it? You know, to make people feel good. So also as a special
1: treat for our off the hanger viewers and listeners, I believe you've got a little gift for
0: us, haven't you? We do, we do. Because if you're new to Rachel Galley and you've not had a piece before, you've not tried them, we've got um, a discount code for you to use on the website. And um, you just type in welcome at the checkout and you will get an amazing discount. That's so exciting. Oh my goodness, we're all going to be running off and purchasing loads of fabulous <laughs> pieces. <laughs> I oh. Emails from, from husbands saying, Can you just stop now? Can you just stop?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you just stop making fabulous things? I think that's what my husband feels like about our delivery guy. Can you just stop bringing her things? Stop yes. it. Just stop, stop bringing it. her things. If it has her name on it, just send it back. She doesn't need any more. That's
0: the same here.
1: Oh, well, it has been so wonderful to talk to you, Rachel. Thank you so much for being part of Off The Hanger. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, please remember to like and subscribe and check out more episodes of Off The Hanger you. <music>